When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turn it up! Oh, Turn it up, people! Do, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Dominant. Dominant performance. What is everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge! I'm telling you, fellas. Bring that shit. Let's go! Who's More cowbell. Nuggets. Man, I know who had some drinks tonight. 119 103. Impressive win, man. Statement win. We were talking about statement week. Nuggets get a statement win. Jokic might be too good for the Warriors, you guys. I don't know how you guys feel, but that's what I said. The association. The association, 100% correct. To help me talk about this one, Brendan Vote. Man, what a championship game. What What a defending championship close to first the half and then the third quarter. And then, man, these guys... It, here's the Keep thing. going. One of those teams was just clearly better than the other team. Very tonight. true. And it was the team that we do a show about. Uh, I would have a hard time hearing uh, another argument. Uh, over here, Harrison Wind. Can we stop panicking about the Denver Nuggets? No. Can we officially put an end to the panic about the Denver Nuggets? I feel like we might have done that tonight. Yeah, it's a lock they're going to win? I mean, some people were panicking. That is when true. They there was three there straight was, without two starters heading into the All Star breakout. There, there was an article I recall said that they will not win the title this year. Went on a very sturdy win. Right, well, Over there, we got superstar Dev. Man, the the Nuggets, the Nuggets rewarded us. They really rewarded did. us. They yeah. reminded us of how good they are, and that was that was an incredible game. That felt just like the playoffs here at the bar. Um, it did, man. Great night at the bar. Man, it was a great night at the bar. Uh, the vibes were great. I'm telling you, people, first of all, 5 o'clock on a Sunday, the perfect time for a game. Everybody yeah. happened to agree with me because the bar was popping. <laughs> it was packed. Great vibes. And when they came back in that second quarter, man, it was fun. Let's do a fast breakdown so we can get to takeaways. Shout out Steve Kerr. <laughs> shout, shout out Steve Kerr. Uh, it was awfully quiet tonight. Man, you guys remember, uh, this is an example where the first note did not tell the story. Jamal Murray looks like he can't move. It was true. To start wow. this game, he was wow. waddling around out there. It did I not look the good. Note. And then MPJ making so many mistakes, leading to Clay threes. He had a really, really, really bad first stint. MPJ did. I mean, Murray did as well. But MPJ, a lot of mental errors, and Clay Thompson is going. This was a physical game. You always forget what it's like to play against Draymond. You're like, Draymond's too small for Jokic. And then you remember that he's, he's just allowed, allowed to, to wrestle the he's just shit out of them. Sure. Jokic, Yoke knows it too. You know what? Yoke didn't complain at all tonight, but he's getting like... 
murdered out well, there. No one has more practice scoring without a whistle than it's, I, it's true, man. <laughs> and so Clay Thompson then was on fire. He had 16 points. I think he was it 16 in the first quarter. I think he got up to 21. It seemed like 60. It, it was a lot. Second quarter, Clay continuing to cook. Warriors opened up a, 50, a 16 point lead. Felt terrible. It was very quiet in this bar. But Murray came back into the game and after waddling around. Really exaggerating how much pain he was in. I don't doubt he was in pain. Yeah, yeah. He, whatever happened, he shook it off. Yeah. He was unbelievable in the game from that point on. And it started, the Nuggets comeback started with him. And then it was him and Jokic that just went. I'm telling you, that down 16 with not a lot of time to make it back, it was one of the grittiest performances from those two guys. And they tied it 61-61, and it was awesome. Third quarter, Jokic and Murray continuing to grind. Jokic has a triple-double again in the third quarter. <laughs> they both got a little bit of ga- got a little gas. There was three straight possessions for the Nuggets. Nuggets were up like 11. Three straight horrible possessions. The Warriors cut it to four. And then the Warriors tied it up. Curry had a great third quarter. Um, he really dragged them back into it. Yoke and Murray, 31, or 31 minutes for Jokic in the third quarter. Nuggets up 91-87. Will fatigue be a factor? Zeke Naji and Aaron Gordon to start the fourth. Michael Who? Porter, Reggie Jackson, Murray are flanking Zeke him. Nagy. And Zeke is playing big, fellas, playing big. And then with a five-point lead and eight minutes left, Yoke's coming back in. For Zeke, nope. For AG, we're going to go with Zeke at the four next and to Yoke. And missed it. <laughs> oh. And I'm telling you, it worked swimmingly. It was really where the Nuggets opened up a big lead. KCP's transition three gave him a lead up 10. Zeke had a chase down block. Then Christian Brown had a three and a block on Kaminga in the post. And then in the clutch, peanut butter jelly time. And in particular, Jokic, who I think had nine points or something like that in the fourth quarter. Maybe it was seven points. But they were all of the too small Draymond variety. Dominated that fourth quarter and left no doubt. All right, Dev, what's your big takeaway? Ah, Red Hawk roofing. Big takeaway. There it is. There it is. My Red Hawk roofing big takeaway is the Nuggets are a very good playoff team. Yeah. But when Jamal Murray is like that, that is a championship caliber team when he is playing the way that he played tonight. 27 points, three assists, four rebounds, and a block. Mm. He came back and he went after it. Like he really, that was a championship caliber win um, against a really good team. And he really is the separator, like for them going back to back um, in this one. That was an incredible game by twenty-seven. No question about it, man. This, I mean, that is the. There's a lot of takeaways. We're gonna have this show is gonna be no no struggle to talk about this game. But to me, it, that's it. The whole Nugget season, everything about them comes down to is Jamal Murray that dude, and he always is in the playoffs, but he never. Tonight he was that dude, and they smacked him. Wind. Jamal Murray did play well tonight, but that wasn't the top story for me. I mean, the top story tonight was Nikola Jokic went for 32 points, 16 rebounds, 16 <laughs> assists. His third straight triple-double in three games after the All-Star break. His third straight triple-double that he's gotten in the third quarter. All three of these have been in less than three quarters. And, man, something that... Nikola Jokic always possesses is he knows when he needs to turn it on. And he came out of the all-star break with the Nuggets on a three-game losing streak and said, all right, we're done with that. We're going to get back to playing Nuggets basketball, and we're going to get back to being the championship team that we know we are. And Denver's won three in a row, three wins, three convincing wins, and Nikola Jokic has looked like the greatest player in the history of basketball in all three. 
I mean, and not an exaggeration. It was the offense tonight for me, but it was also the defense. Four steals. We did not hear one peep about the Warriors putting Nikola Jokic in the pick and roll tonight. No. We did not hear one word about it. What happened? Well, instead, Nikola Jokic had four steals, defended the passing lanes perfectly, broke up so many of those Draymond Green two-on-ones in the paint, and Denver held the Warriors to 103 points. It was a another masterful game from Nikola Jokic, a third straight game where, like I said, he's looked like the best player in the history of the game. And it's just... Another reminder of like this guy can just sense the moment like few can and can turn it on like few ever have been able to. Yeah, I said in the pregame that we got the sense from their practice comments coming out of the break that maybe they had identified this as the stretch to really, really put the pedal to the metal, hit a playoff gear. And it starts with Jokic. I couldn't agree more with Wind. He's in playoff mode right now. You hear the myth building of the, you know, the Michael Jordans and the stretches of the season where they just said enough, we're winning now. I have decided that. That is what Jokic has done in these last three games, with a fair amount of help as well. But there, he's playing at a play. He's playing at a a a June level right now, a Finals level right now. And I don't think that that is just happenstance. I think that there was a concerted effort and decision by the entire roster. But it starts with their best player to say, "We turn it on now." And we maybe it's narrative week to us, whatever they called it. They, they wanted to turn it on now, and they've done that, and it starts with Jokic, who has looked as good through three games as we've ever seen him, and we're saying that about a guy who's already one of the best players who've ever played. But it's the way he dominated. Yeah. Because, you know, 50-point game, made a bunch of shots, this or that. This was a hard hat, lunch pail kind of performance from him tonight. Nothing about it was easy. Yep. I love that he knew this was a Tony Brothers game. This was a Masa Dogger game. This was a, a, Draymond Green game. a Draymond Green game. It was like, okay, we're stacking the deck in all the things that if it weren't a serious game, Yoke might allow to get to him right. and be bothered by. But right. instead it was like, you know what? I'm going to have to go out there, get beat the F up, and just keep going to the rim and keep going to the basket. And he was so calm, cool, and collected. You guys saw Draymond's when Draymond was talking about how he's on the all-tough team, right? Yoke was on the all-tough He's the starting center. And then he said... That dude, you can do, like, like Draymond's aware, you guys. He's like, you could do so much stuff to him, and he's just not bothered by it. Like, he just, Draymond knows what he's doing. And that tonight, Yoke played that way, where he's like, Draymond's going to try to do every little thing in the book. He's going to try to get physical. He's going to get away with it. And I'm just going to go. And the one time that actually, there's something cool about, at the end of the game, Draymond tried to flop like Yoke had thrown him off, and then he got so mad that he hard fouled Yoke, and then he wrapped him up. him up, and then kind of pushed him, and yeah. then started mouthing off to the refs again, yeah. and started going. And you could tell it really pissed Yoke off, yeah. <laughs> and he handled it so well because it was like rage, and it was like you know what, this is you having a meltdown because I just put up thirty two yes. sixteen and sixteen on you. And Actually, good job, me. And I'm not letting you back into the game with yeah. a technical because I don't need that shit. Nor I am I letting it. you this like when Draymond says compliments Yoke by saying. You can't get to him. That's a compliment. And in that moment, Yoke has to know, like, oh, yeah, this, you know what pisses Draymond off? This is not bothering me. Right. I'm going to go make two free throws. Yeah, it was that's, incredible. That's when Jokic is at his best, when he's not arguing with the refs. He's like, I'm going to go at you. 
Because you decided to have a tantrum. You wanted to yeah. foul me. Now I'm going to score on you for the next few possessions. I'm, I've already destroyed you all night, but I'm going to make your night a living hell after you did that to me. He didn't even respond back to Draymond. Yeah, he just like, turned and was, walked the there other There was direction. no reaction. I'm, I'm going to just come and destroy him in the next few plays. My team is going to feed me, and we're going to just keep scoring on you. And that's that's against Draymond. That's not just you know any defense. And we've seen him embarrass so many other centers. But Draymond is like a historical defender who's giving him the utmost respect. And there's nothing that he can do. He Draymond is full of gimmicks. Yeah. Draymond is full of tricks. Draymond is full of all these type of physicality. None of those things worked in this game. What do you do when none of your moves work? Yeah. You just kind of concede defeat. You concede defeat, and that's what he did in this game. And I will, and I'm going to give Draymond this because I am actually a rare example of a person that loves Draymond. Like I don't like his antics. I don't like the, all the stuff that comes with him. But I honestly yeah. think he. I don't in, like his podcast. I don't like his podcast. I I don't. I just. I agree with his assessment that I think it is fair to question whether or not he's the greatest defender of all time because I think he's that good of his defender in the convo in the conversation. Sure, but. And I do think that he actually impacted Jokic tonight. The point is, it didn't impact him nearly enough. And it did usually when Draymond, like, Jokic shot that air ball three. Perfect defense from Draymond. Perfect defense. Jokic doesn't care. A lot of guys, it's like, oh, man, that was great. He's got me, and now I got to press. Jokic just plays, man. And, and at the end of the day, you look at it, and you're like, above 50% shooting, 32-point triple-double, 32-16-60, a monster triple-double, plus 20, by the way. Jokic learned how to do handle this matchup in that playoff series. Man. He really did. He really I'm did. I'm telling you, I'll, I'll forever on this hill, and it starts with Jokic. But the way that the organization actually did not wave the white flag on those two years matters so much, and particularly for two reasons. One, in those series where they struggled, I think Aaron Gordon came out of it a better player, but so did Jokic, one of the all-time greats, who learned what those tricks are, learned when the whistles aren't coming, learned what to react to, not to. And by the end of that series, we felt like, man, if this goes another four games, I think Yoke's got it. And now what is it? Is it six, seven wins in a row against the Warriors? And it's something's been figured out. Well, yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. That's a great assessment, though. That that was a suffering he went through to learn a lesson. Come out and, on the other side. And Draymond's tricks work on 90% of the players that he might defend, but they don't work on Nikola Jokic anymore. Because Draymond did try to be really physical with them. He did try to like bully him a little bit inside like he right. does to a lot of guys and you know yoke still only shot four free throws in this game somehow um <laughs> i don't know how but somehow we only shot four free throws but yoke is just able to rise above that now he's able to rise above that and just be like yeah man like you can do your thing draymond but i'm still gonna drop 32 on you at the end of the day yeah this is a big time performance and what do we make now so he was one assist shy of 15 last game is that right yeah. I'm almost bummed by it now. Classic. He, he was one assist away from three straight 15-15-15 games. The first player ever to do 14-14 three straight games. I know. It's not as fun as 15-15-15. I, I don't know. Maybe he just starts it up right now. I mean, I mean, to be fair, he did get 16 assists today, so he's averaging 15 assists. Yeah, right, you know? right, right, right. So he's averaging it, but unbelievable from him. Look, two of those games weren't good. This one was you know, a good team, but... I mean, the Warriors, they're... Like in the play-in tournament right now, but but they're good. They have been playing like one of the better teams in the league they these have. last couple weeks. Yeah, that's why, man. I, Draymond had said on his podcast how confident he is in this team right now, and it's actually yep. not something he says every year. In another podcast appearance, I think with Jeff Teague, 
He also said that the team that won in 2022, in his mind, wasn't a championship team. And after every series, he and Steph were walking through the hallway thinking, how the hell did we just win that one? That's not how Draymond feels about this team. He said out loud, they're confident they can beat anyone. Yep. And they've been on a roll. And that's why I called this a defending champs performance. Because yep. they were on a roll, and they came in here, and then Clay got hot. Or they, they entered tonight, and Clay gets hot, and Denver just says, look, man, you guys wanted a measuring stick game. We've got one for you. You're not close. There's yeah. levels to this. Yoke's tough as nails, man. He really is. It's one of his – there's so many underrated qualities with Yoke. People think it's like scoring and passing, and it's so many other things that he does. But one of them is that toughness. There's not many guys like him. But one that is like him, not all the time, but some of the time, is Jamal Murray. Yep. Tonight was such a tough Jamal Murray game, and we're going to talk about that one on the other side. Stay tuned. <laughs> guys, Breckenridge Brewery. We love our guys over at Breck Brew. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out their beer locator online, breckbrew.com. You just type in your zip code, shows you exactly where to get it. And also, we've always got Breck Brew here at the DNVR bar uh, on tap in cans, like whatever, whatever you want, we got here. Uh, you can find Breck Brew at your local grocery store, your local liquor store. Uh, wherever they sell alcohol. Beer of the month is the Avalanche Ale. Get it while it's hot here at the bar. Also, wherever they sell Breckbrew. Breckbrew.com, that's where their beer locator is. You can type in your zip code and find Breckenridge Brewery no matter where you are. And our friends at Premier Members Credit Union want you to know that, yes, there are a lot of financial institutions out there, but there's one that you should remember. And it's them, Premier Members Credit Union. They're not a bank, which means they do things differently, like putting their members first with higher savings, interest, and lower loan rates. It's an organization that serves the community, the Colorado community. And with PMCU, you get local branches, friendly tellers, and the tools you need to save smarter like their new high-yield savings account or earn 5% APY on your first two grand with their reverse tier money market. And when you become a member at PMCU, you'll get $200. That's tight. You just have to open a checking account and sign up for e-statements. It's that easy. This will be your best money move yet. Head to becomepremier.com to find out more. And we are back. Jamal Murray. Not a great start for him. I was actually really bothered by the their opening bit. And look, I know shin splints, he's clearly dealing with them. We should talk about that here in a second. He got himself together in that second quarter and was unbelievable. And it was gritty. Like the Nuggets came out and played this one. I don't like the energy they actually started this game with. There were yep. defensive breakdowns. Yep. There were they were on their heels. And they fell down by 16 points. And it kind of felt like, man, Nuggets, come on. Yep. And then Murray and Yoke reminded you about how much of it is them. We it's not that the other guys are not important. Aaron Gordon, KCP, those guys are so important. Even the bench guys are so important. But you're reminded that like 90% of the battle is Jokic and Murray and the way they play off of each other. Because when they needed it and down 16 points, those guys just went to the bread and butter, peanut butter and jelly, and they got it done. I was so impressed with Jamal tonight. Yeah, that was an impressive night. And you just think about how the night started. They were down big in this game, and he's coming off of a, a game that he had to sit, an injury, on his birthday. So it's like it's real. Um, coming to this game, not making shots, um, kind of getting lit up by Klay Thompson. He decides to hit the switch, turn it on. Also, in the second half, Klay Thompson did not score after having a monster first half. Like, he turned it on on both ends of the floor and then just led the charge. And that really is the difference when it comes to Jamal. It's like he can 
also put you over that edge. This was an incredible game from him and Jokic, but it just reminds you so much of like what they look like when they're at their best, what we're going to see um, in the playoffs. This was that type of performance, um, and he's just so gritty. Like This is just a, yeah. I'm going to be better than you. It doesn't matter how it starts. I'm going to finish it, and, and this was a finisher. Yeah, yeah. Man, this was a wild game from Jamal because I'm with you. I did not think he looked good at all. He didn't to start this game. And I'll even say I don't think he looked great just physically for this entire <laughs> game. But the thing about Jamal Murray's game is he's got that old school game where if he just gets to a spot on the floor and gets a little bit of separation, he can rise up and hit that shot. And he was able to do that tonight. So, like, in the back of my mind, I actually am a little worried about just him physically and sure. where his legs are at and how much rest the Nuggets are going to need to give him down the stretch. But this was a reminder that even when he's banged up, even when he's not 100%, as we've seen Jamal Murray do over the course of his Nuggets career, he can still rise up and have games like he did tonight when... You know, he's not feeling his best. So I'm going to be monitoring monitoring it for sure because, like, we were watching this game together, and he, he did not look great. Like, he did not look like he's feeling close to 100%. But when the lights are bright and, like, when the Nuggets need him, he can come through, you know, even if he's not at his peak levels. I love the way you phrased what it is that's good about him is it's not – always you know he gets wide open or he gets this or that it's the shots that you need even though they're really tough he's just really good at getting to them and making them the tough playoff level yep. shots he can get to those any day of the week no matter how he's feeling physically and that's what they needed tonight especially yep. when they're in the rut like once they got things going especially down the stretch they they opened this game up in the clutch you know it was lob alley-oops and stuff aaron gordon got to cock a lot uh, you know one back and dunk it they got that eventually, but when they were in a hole, they needed to go to that. And he just had it, man. On demand, was able to dial it up. I'm so impressed with him uh, tonight. And it really was, to me, vote. it was the most important thing because I just I said coming into it, the most important thing for me is can we get a consistent stretch of Jamal yeah. doing that? Because if we do, even if we get don't get it for the next like 15 games that follow that, I don't care. If we can get six games of it, I'll be like, all right, that's the playoff nuggets. It's there. Let's get to the postseason. I mean, you guys both use the word reminder, and I love it. Yeah. You know what? I would call it a reminder game from yeah. Jamal Murray. And I said after last postseason, I told myself, I'm going to stop taking Jamal Murray for granted. I'm going to stop over-wringing my hands on the, on the little things, knowing what the bottom line is. And then I did it again. Yeah. You know, he came in a little out of shape, maybe got hurt. Has definitely not been the year of Jamal. You're going to criticize that. The idea of like not well, talking a, about it. There's a middle ground. There's a middle ground, right? There's a lot of fair criticism, but there's, I actually do think at times I almost lost sight of the bottom line. And it's, it's that he is this good when they need him to be. And when he is this good alongside Jokic, you're not going to beat this team. You're I, four times. Good luck. Yeah. And so it was awesome. I am worried about the way he feels physically. He did not look great to me. But at the same time, that's what you love about Jamal is terrible first in, hobbling out there. And then he just digs deep and he goes, yeah. oh, this is a big time game. A lot yep. of big time players have it. I better find it. And he did. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Gordon, I was having a discussion with some other like NBA media people, not like, like national media people. 
and they were asking You're all me popular. <laughs> yeah, congrats, Look at bro. you. See, I just I like went out of my way to not name drop, but I had to say I was talking to writer. I wasn't just I was talking to other you, writers. You, you can name drop. Uh, I'm not are. trying to name you drop can name over drop, here, bro. Um, but you will see the podcast <laughs> drop this week. Anyway, well, I, was talking, <laughs> I was talking to him uh, about the best player, and somebody they were doing like a ranking, and they were yeah. like, "Where do you think MPJ ranks?" You know, as the team's third best player, and I was just like, "Guys, it's it, I don't. He's a great player. He's a great player, but it's Gordon. Everything they do is Jokic, Murray with a side of Gordon, and then two wings. And tonight, AG, do you guys remember AG used to really? But Draymond had his number. Aaron yeah. Gordon has conquered that. It's a nice little battle that I just feel we were talking about. Yoke conquered Draymond. Aaron Gordon also conquered him. And tonight, he was just also dominant in his role. 17.6 rebounds, two assists, three steals, one block, plus 21, game high. That's feeling, That's everything, Dev. Dude, if that doesn't tell you what type of defender Draymond Green is, then I don't know what does. He has really evolved. Like, he's changed the Nuggets players. Jokic <laughs> woke up it. against them. Aaron yeah. Gordon has, yeah. like... Changed his game against him. He like, really, was like, I need to become a smarter player. I'm going to become series. a smarter player because of this and how they yeah. defended me. And really, like, if you look at it, like, that won them a championship is the way that he evolved and the right. way that they got right. better in those type of ways. Um, it, it tells you a lot about him. But Aaron Gordon is like, okay, this is the matchup that you, you really get scared of, of if they're going to allow him to shoot. They did allow him to shoot. He didn't settle. He took a couple of shots that you're like, okay, you know, let's get in. Let's go find different ways to get involved. Let's try to, you know, score in different ways. And he did that. He goes and scores 17 points in the game. He misses, he misses his three point, uh, three three-pointers, but he's right. like, okay, I'm going to do it in different ways. I'm going to get closer. I'm going to come off of different actions to, like, yeah. keep myself involved. And he could have got bored in this game, but he's like, no, no, I'm going to have to, you know, step my game up a bit. Um and he, and he was excellent in this game. This was another big game for Aaron Gordon. Also wind, 10 out of 10 punctuation. You always love when there's a punctuation on the game. Right. The the lob to Aaron Gordon, and he catches it, like, here. And to go instead of just, like, dunking it the easy way, he pulls it back and yeah. gives the full one like that. And there was 0.2 seconds on the clock when he did that because they yeah, called a timeout man. afterwards. Perfect. That's such a – they were going to win either way. But that was the perfect call a timeout and get these dudes off the court. Yeah. Well, there was that stretch – in uh, like the beginning of the fourth quarter tonight, when Zeke Naji was in the game, Jamal Murray was in there. I think MPJ was in there, um, and then AG was in there as well. And it was a pivotal moment of the game. And Aaron Gordon just started going to work inside. Like he had a couple tough buckets in the paint. He like backed down Dario Saric on one. I remember. And if you're thinking about a Nuggets Warriors matchup. Golden State cannot guard Denver in the paint. They have no answer for Denver's size. And it felt like in that moment, beginning of the fourth quarter with Nicole Jokic on the bench, AG realized that and yeah. was like, all right, I'm just going to go to the rim here. I'm just going to go to the rim, play bully ball, back this. Dario Saric down, and just impose my will in the game right here. And it was a huge momentum shift, I felt like, in, in that couple-minute stretch. 100%. Let's come back to that specific take. Um, because I think it's we're going to talk about it. Are the Nuggets a great matchup for the War? Terrible matchup for the Warriors. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that here in a second. Um, real quickly though, I want to just round out the starters here. KCP, thirteen points, five of nine, doesn't really pop. Three assists, two rebounds, one steal. 
But you know who we didn't talk about a lot tonight? Steph Curry. For for like the third or fourth time, that the last couple times they played him, we haven't mentioned him. Steph Curry. I don't want to like tempt fate and say that he stops Steph Curry because nobody yeah. the player's that good. Nobody really stops him. But you know what? Several times in a row he has. I'll there, give him that. There's something to it, and I think it's that KCP's arguably best skill as an NBA player is chasing guys around screens without fouling. Yep. It might That's be the, his yep. best skill, and it's why... At his best, he matches up really well with Damon Steph. Because that's so much of it. And I think Steph, he's such a talented player. And so many talented players, you think of one-on-one, one-on-one and then breaking you down. With Steph, it's relocating. And it's chasing him around that gauntlet of screens. And knowing that he's never out of a play. Yeah. And I don't know if I could handpick a better two-guard to handle that dynamic than KCP. He at least is Denver's best option at it. And it's changed the way that Denver looks in these matchups since some of the early iterations that I thought maybe could have won a title, right, with with all their luck and at their best, but with KCP, you feel so much better about the different ways it can happen because they can guard these guys now, and they could not for the years prior. And that, yeah, I also think Clay Thompson went off in the first half. I also think it threw the Warriors off their offense. I love this a take. little bit. Love it because like. Clay Thompson had a great half tonight, but like the Warriors aren't beating the Nuggets if Steph Curry has a bad night. And it felt like Steph Curry didn't touch the ball for the first half because they were just pounding Clay like every chance they got. So I feel like that might have actually backfired for them in the end. This is a horrible. Are we on the matchup still? No, we're going to go to the matchup in the next Steph. segment. We're talking about Steph. If- yeah, but it's still, I, this is. This is one of the best defenders in the NBA when it comes to guarding a Steph. A Steph yeah, yeah, KCP, incredible. He, I mean, because it's team ball, and he he really just stays in front of him the entire time, runs him off of um, all type of screens. And also, Steph is the best when he's going through 10, 6 screens. Like, he's going through so many screens. Who's the best screen chaser? KCP gets through every Maybe single KCP, one and just yeah. makes it extremely difficult where Steph is like, okay, he's still right there. Like, set a better screen. And he just makes them work the entire time. And then back to Harrison's point, yeah, when when Clay got going, that is, that's part of the game. That's okay for him to get going as long as it's not Steph, as long as it's not someone else that's going to, you know, that could end you. Um, so, like, this was another game that KCP, and he's been putting them together every single time against Steph where he just makes his night hell the entire time. Nuggets beat the Warriors four out of four times this season. A sweep. Steph shot 6-19 tonight, 1-10 from three. He's also shot 11-23 against Denver, just under 50%, and then 7-21 and 6-17. I got a wager that KCP is the best Steph defender in the league right now. He might be. He might be. All right, let's take a break on the other side. The other interesting thing that happened tonight that I'm so curious about, Zeke Naji finally, not just played well, fourth game in a row now playing well, but finally played well at power forward. Let's talk about that on the other side. Guys, if you're looking for something to do in Denver, check out Infinity Park. It's where the American Raptors play Colorado's only professional rugby team. They play at Infinity Park and catch their games on ESPN Plus as well. Um, Infinity Park located in uh, Cherry Creek. I was actually just by there today at uh, somewhere else, not Infinity Park, but it's right there. Great location. Uh, If you're looking for something to do with the fam, on a weekend, check out the American Raptors. They play there. And also, we're hosting a watch party for them March 1st 
3 p.m. Giveaways, VIP ticket raffle, uh, so many more things going on. Uh, but you can witness all the fast-paced, hard-hitting rugby action live at Infinity Park in Glendale or Cherry Creek, same thing, when the Raptors embark on a six-game homestand starting March 17th. That's when their season starts. Tickets are 10 bucks. Bring your friends and family. Infinity Park. Spend your Sundays at Rugby Town, USA. AmericanRaptors.com for more information. We've let you know how to best enjoy Denver if you're ever in the area. And here's how to best enjoy Las Vegas. And I'm thinking at some point in your life, hopefully, you're in the area. And when you are, you got to stay at Circa Resort and Casino. It's Vegas' first ever adults-only casino resort. Does that sound a little funky to you? Think about it for two more seconds. They card at the door. So first of all, no kids, which, respect to all the parents, the single last thing I want to see in Vegas. Like, dear Lord. And then secondly, once you get in there, the lines are shorter. The bartender's not asking for your ID. They've already seen your ID. You're not in there unless you're 21. Once you're in there, you have access to the world's largest sports book. It's a three-story stadium-style deal. Tons of VIP seating. They've got a sweet casino. They've got Stadium Swim, one of my personal favorite places to watch my bets play out. And you can also bet with Circus Sports Colorado. Download the app at circusports.com. Circus Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. You have to be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Zeke Naji, tenacious Zeke tonight once again. Six points, three rebounds, one assist. He's never going to have a crazy stat line. You know what? Like, we're never going to be looking at the stat line and saying it. 12 minutes, a minus two, but again, survive that. He played That's well great. tonight, and more importantly, they gave him a chance to play alongside Jokic in that fourth quarter, and he looked very good doing it, as almost everybody does. The Zeke Renaissance, man, is uh, the top story, I would say, coming out of the break right now. <laughs> is it not the top story? It's like Jokic yeah, is the best Jokic. player it's, to ever play basketball. Jokic first. looks like a god. And then second <laughs> right, is right, the right, Zeke Naji Renaissance. Jamal just looked great. MPJ at 34 uh, and 12. Somewhere uh, in there. But you're right. It's like the fifth there. best story. But it is a really important <laughs> I mean, surprise. It might, might be right under Yoke as the best player ever. Well, really, it's just like so pivotal because, I mean, I'm glad that you talked about, like, you don't, you're not going to see these monster numbers or anything like that but what it what it means to the nuggets to be able to put a guy out there for 12 minutes he was still a minus two in the game did not score a bunch did not rebound a bunch but that's what's okay you could you could go with him being minus two because that means that you're pretty even when Jokic is not out there it also puts it where Aaron Gordon doesn't have to play backup center for the entire time so if you if you could buy some of those minutes but we got to see a new new look today we got to see Zeke at the four which We've all been asking for a new because old look. We've seen him be successful at that position. Like, it, yeah, it was, it was like just looking back in the past. Like, yeah, this is this is where he's best at. Um, but also, we've been able to see him at backup center. So it's just putting good games in a row together because yeah. of how yeah. the offense look, how the defensive defense looks. You're you're able to put him in a spot where. He could defend every single you know player on the court, and that opens things up for Denver. He's also able to space the floor, and that opens things up for Denver. So you just want him to continue to put together these type of runs because it gives Jokic time not on the court, and that's amazing right now. Right. Right. That's the most valuable thing it does. It allows Jokic to get an extra minute or two of rest. But you know what? You're right in the context of this season, absolutely. But there is another – Zeke's under contract, man. Right, and unless you find a trade you like, he's not going anywhere. So, 
in the context of this season, you're absolutely right, Wind. That's the value. Um, but there is value long term, right? Is Zeke a dead asset or no? And you hope the answer is no. Yeah. And there is something to build off. Four games in a row now. And I think, by the way, this is the fourth game in a row. This is going to sound like a silly note. It's important to me. Fourth game in a row that I think Zeke has dunked the ball. <laughs> I no, really, not, that's not dumb. That's that's meaningful. Dude, dunk the ball. You're six he eleven. Dunked, he dunked, but also he didn't dunk one. He had that, one. Yeah. That's why it's meaningful. That's why it's yeah. meaningful. Because he had one. Yeah, he grabs a rebound. Nice rebound. Dribbles I around into us. You're like he's also sneaky good at drawing fouls sometimes. So I just my yeah. biggest advice to Zeke, who has not asked me for any advice, dunk the ball every time. Just try yeah. to dunk it every. And but in all seriousness, I think there's something. There's there's a way he's playing right now. I think it's confidence. First time all year he's had it. Well, he's bringing energy, too. He had three rebounds tonight. They were all on the offensive end of the floor. Yeah. He had one block tonight as well. He's running the floor really well. Like, when Zeke's out there, compared to when DeAndre Jordan's out there, right. you can play at a much faster pace. Like right. You can get up and down the floor a lot faster, too. Um, and, yes, man, his renaissance is, <laughs> is so important because – I don't want to see Aaron Gordon play backup center again this season. He played like, it tonight. Well, I guess you're right. When he's playing alongside Zeke, you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, but, like, the larger point is I don't want him playing those taxing yeah. minutes. Denver did not play him at backup center at all in the regular season last year. Right. Yeah. They saved it for the playoffs. This year, they've had to go to it a bunch. Right. But in an ideal world, you know, you're not playing him there at all. You're saving it for the playoffs, and... Um, I'm I'm loving this renaissance from Zeke. Um, so I've I've been talking about this a lot lately. I don't think it's a coincidence that he's playing well coming out of a break in which Michael Malone went out of his way mm. to pump him up. I think your coach having your back is just so important. It's so important, especially for a guy like Zeke, a guy who hasn't proven it in the league, even though he got his bag, a guy that hasn't proven it and wants the comp. Like you need someone to have confidence in you in life. But really, as a player, it's so important. And I think that there's something to Michael Malone finally having his back, finally putting him in position to be a power forward instead. And here he is performing well. And I think to that end, and he's not going to get to play power forward every night, probably, depending on how on how things shake out. But whether it's four or five, I think they should stick with him. Yeah. I think there's confidence well. building. And I, I just think... Even you're right, you're right. A, a yank would, would... What's the point? Because yeah. DeAndre might come in and play well, but then his next two games will be right, bad. Right. So I, it's not that I suddenly think Zeke is good, but there's confidence for the first time all season. And I think there's there's probably more value in just sticking with him at this point. I think he's probably also a little more sensitive than most players to that exact thing. So, you know, but he's playing well, and it's a great story, and I love yeah. to see it. Another guy that I think is having a little bit of a mini renaissance right now, Christian Brown. Yep. Is Browntown back? We're back in Browntown. Are the gates of Browntown open again? I think they might be. Seven points, three rebounds, one steal, one block. The one steal, one block. And the play of the game, man, I put it in the notes. When he hit the three, and then on the very next possession, Kaminga, who's a big guy, he's like Aaron right. Gordon size, posts him up. And first of all, he doesn't give any ground. He doesn't get back down. And then Kaminga tries to spin on him, and he blocks it. And what's he do right afterwards? The flex. <laughs> what have we been begging for, Dev? Begging for him to just start trash talking. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's as close flex. as you get. Find the dog in you. That was He had dog at him tonight, man, and he's had it. And so another renaissance here, the Christian Brown renaissance. Yeah. The thing is, after that, did they go back after Christian Brown? 
No, they decide. Okay, we're we're not going to be able yeah. to go at him. We're not going. He's into been Brown having Town some anymore. good def, like defensive ISO type defense, right. where it's like we're going to try to go after the young guy and see if he gives it up. And he hasn't been lately. He has the block. He has the steal. He's been holding his ground. He's been locked in the entire time, and and it's earned him more minutes. He plays just under 20 minutes in this game, and this is a, a guy that hasn't been playing much minutes, hasn't been part of the rotation, but he's putting it together right now. As long as his defense stays at that type of level, like the intensity, that's what you need off of your bench. He's going to earn those type of minutes, and you need that second unit to get themselves going. And we've been saying a new name every single night. We have Zeke. We have Peyton Watson. Right. Christian Brown has been playing well. Uh, that's the bench unit. Reggie Jackson has his moments. But if you could get good quality play out of the, the bench unit, the sky's the limit for this team. So it's great to see Christian Brown have another good game. Yes, it was close to like a perfect game from Christian Brown. He had a great finish at the rim tonight. Yeah, oh, that was nice, man. That on was a, tough. On it a play easy. where, you know, we've seen him this season attack the rim a lot, and usually he's just trying to draw a foul. Yep. This was this one was a great finish from him. Yep. A little crafty, too. He hit the three, had some great defensive plays. That three was big. Zero turnovers, and like you said, Debbie played 20 minutes tonight. That was easily the most among you know, the four guys that the Nuggets played with the second unit, Zeke, Piwat, and Reggie, and him. And, I mean, when you think about, like, the bench in the playoffs, I feel like there's going to be nights where every game there could be a new best player off the bench for the Nuggets. One night it's going to be Christian Brown. Another night it might be Peyton Watson. Another night it might be Reggie Jackson. So, I mean... It's great to see Christian Brown playing, you know, at the level he was last season. And, like, I think over these last couple months of the regular season, he can even climb beyond that. So it's great to see, man. Great to see from him. Vote. Do the Nuggets have an edge against the Warriors, like a meaningful edge? Is this a matchup that the Warriors should try everything in their power to avoid? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't think Draymond would say that into a podcast, Mike, but I think if you said here's four teams and one of them's Denver, he's probably picking one of the other three. And part of it is that he has to guard Jokic, and as great as he is, that's a mismatch. That just is at this point. And I think Golden State has been feeling themselves in large part of what they've been able to unlock with a small ball with Draymond back and what Kaminga's provided them. But it's just you need A-plus nights from Steph, I think to keep up with what that allows Denver to do on the inside. And if you're not getting them, and they got one from from Clay in the first half, and how quickly did that fade? I think AG's figured this one out. I think Yoke's figured this one out. I think Jamal is somewhat comfortable in this matchup. So, yeah, I mean, Golden State can get them, but you got to do it four out of seven times, and I'm sure they have other teams they'd rather play than Denver. I think it's underappreciated the point Win made about Saric. Because Saric has been very good for them this year. He's been a Nuggets killer. He's been a Nuggets killer because they go to like regular traditional lineups. or But he's Aaron Gordon is just like better at everything Saric does. Saric is the C version of everything, you know, compared yeah. to AG. And, and AG going at him tonight and making him look like he was nobody was such a... I agree with you that I think there's a psychological thing there where you're like, oh man, that's... All right, that's not an advantage. We were hoping that was an edge for us. The Warriors also lost what, for basically one year and one year only, Wiggins was bringing. This real glue. They kind of have it in Kaminga now a little bit. He had a big shot for them in the fourth. I thought, oh, here he comes. That was it. But this this real just, a lot of, honestly, the stuff we associate with AG in Denver. 
just this real gritty winning like what a rebound that was the right play at the right time and Denver gets that from AG and honestly sometimes when they don't get it from AG they get it from Mike they find ways to get it and and Golden State I think one edge they had in that in that series was the way Wiggins was playing and since then I think the Nuggets have more of that winning stuff from their role players and the Warriors probably have less. Yeah. Well, in, in a Nuggets-Warriors matchup, Christian Brown and Peyton Watson are going to be huge because the Warriors play a style that's tough for certain guys to defend. And Michael Porter Jr. tonight had a really tough time defending all their movement, all sure their did. split actions. I mean, we didn't spend any time on him. He had a really bad game tonight. But that means like if these two teams match up in the playoffs... Christian Brown and Peyton Watson are going to have to play minutes. Like they're going to have to play big minutes. And they're going to have to be good defensively because both hit threes too. Denver will need their length. They'll need their defensive versatility in that matchup. I think that this is a matchup that Golden State would do literally everything in their power. So they're the sixth seed going into the last game, e- and if they lose, the they have to go down to the play. You, no, you don't dinner. do that. You don't so do that. Vote, really? Vote you don't. Said. You don't drop to the play involuntarily. <laughs> Vote said uh, something of he doesn't think that Draymond would ever say that in a pocket. I think he will. I think he will say <laughs> you that. You say we not, don't want Denver? We we did everything to not play Denver because they kind of have us figured out, and that's why we had to refuel I don't or think switch would. up. I, think that I don't that think he'd believe it either. I don't. Think I think he, he believe believes it. it. He's, he's very honest about those type of things, and maybe it'll be retrospective. Like, once they lose, I think that's when it comes. But Denver really does have their number because – Curry is like the engine. He's the one that gets them going. Denver has the Curry answer. No, you, you, he's going to have a good game every now and then, but KCP has shown that he has put together uh, enough games in a row where he is making it tough on him to get himself going. And if he can't get going, who can? They they overcame a punch of Klay Thompson having one of his best games of the, of the season. And it meant nothing. They still did not have a chance. So it's like, who has to get going? You have to be flawless if they're the Warriors. And I just don't see them being able to do that later on in the season. Yeah. I think that they do not want to play the Nuggets. I think this is a great matchup. But I will tell you that I do think that they probably, if we were on the other side of this, like, let's say Sacramento. Sacramento fans would look at this and say, Yoke's not good against Sabonis cancels Yoke out. And we feel like, yeah, that's the regular season. In the playoffs, it's going to be different. I think the Warriors feel that way about Steph. Of like, look, man, they that's cool what they did, but we're going to adjust in the playoffs and yeah. Steph's going to be Steph. And I and honestly, probably true. Probably oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's you would rather not have to adjust so hard as which what is what they would not have to adjust so hard to other teams. And then when you put the yoke factor, you put the Murray factor. I think Denver feels comfortable to there. To that point though, real quick. Who is a bad matchup for Denver, in your opinion? Potentially the Clippers. Potentially. I just think of that they match up well with a lot of the teams. Potentially we the have Timberwolves. To talk about. Yeah, potentially the Wolves. They have I, the defenders. I think they don't match up well with the Wolves, but they're just better than the Wolves. Does that um, make sense? Uh, yeah. But I don't know. To the, I, I think that's part of why I like their chances still is they match up well with a lot of these teams. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, let's get to some super chats, tie a bow on this one, and talk about how state. What's that? We don't have a break? Do we have to do the artificial break, Kale? We're good. We're good. We're back. (laughs) Back on the other side. So, statement week. I will say this. Three games in, two duds, two two Washington and Portland, whatever, but Denver was focused in those games. They played serious. Yoke's on a mission. To show up on this one, to get punched in the mouth big time, and then to respond, I really do think I can go ahead and say it. 
The Nuggets are focused. I don't know how long that focus lasts. I hope it lasts the whole year because I like watching basketball and I don't want to have to like watch meaningless games. And I think, you know, we'll see if they do it. But right now, the Nuggets are locked in. They get two days off. They don't play again until Wednesday. Mm. So they get to rest up a little bit. I think we're going to see this Nuggets locked in like this for a while. That's my prediction. I think that they are going to have a rhythm they maintain. I also think so. And I think it really has to do with chasing that one seed. I really think that that's real for them because they're just they're close enough to get that done. And if you come out of this very tough statement stretch, that like sets you up to just be able to go into the playoffs and say there's nobody that can play with us. We're going to, you know, go back to back. But you'll be just prepared for that, and then it gets a bit easier to close out the season. So I think there's going to be a push for that. So that means that there's good games in a row. There, There's uh, motivation. There's confidence that you can build off of these type of games. So I think that this is a crucial stretch, and I think that's why it's circled. Also, there's three games in four days, Wind. Underrated aspect of this. Yeah. With, out of the break. Um, yeah, with a back-to-back in there. See, I don't think they're going to be pushing for the one seed. I don't either. I don't think that's a present goal of theirs. If they get the one seed, they'll be thrilled with it. They'll be happy with it. I think they want a top three seed mostly. I think this stretch is just about them realizing again, like who they are, how they need to play and the level they need to play at when the playoffs start. I expect them to go hard throughout this statement week to go hard through these six games and then, you know, ease off the gas the last month of the regular season again like they did last year. But like we talked about in the pregame show, if they have a good showing throughout these six games and now they got one out of the way, they're 1-0. and If they take care of business and go 4-2 and over this stretch, they go 5-1, and boom, you pretty much have locked up a top four seed at that point. Then you can really go into what I think is going to be their priority you know, getting their starters rest down the stretch and making sure they're healthy going into the playoffs. So this is the most important stretch of the season, and they got off to a good start. Yeah. You expect it to keep rolling? I do. I mean, it's easy to say after three. One of these games upcoming, they'll, if not two, they'll stumble, they'll drop. But I don't. I think we're all seeing the same thing right now, that they didn't just get the gift the schedule makers gave them coming out of the break. They took advantage of it. And it was right. the way that they played those games that made us all feel good coming into tonight and the way they closed tonight that I think should make us feel good going forward. Jokic has playoff mode, eye of the horse, the whole thing. He's got it all right Eye of the horse. So if it, just go working from that, I really do think that they want to build some habits right now. They also want to see a stretch of Nuggets basketball that makes them feel great. I think they're committed to it. I think we're going to see one. Super producer Kale tells me we have 17 Super Chats. Let's get to work on them. Cedric, exquisite. We are repeating. It's official. Oh, it's, it's official, baby. It's There's never official. been any panic from Cedric. I never any panic. Freddie, Adam and I both called a big Jokic-Murray game tonight in the pregame show. Both of us harboring elite basketball knowledge. Oh, my gosh. Look at our big brains. All the nuggets are good. We were predicting a big Jokic-Murray game. I love it. (laughs) Real hot take We're going out on limbs over here. I think the Nuggets' two best players should show up, and they did. So good job. Gordon's back. (laughs) 70 Canadian dollars. Legend. This is the dynasty team we've been waiting all season to see. My goodness, I think there's man. something to that. I do think this is the first time oh, everyone's felt, back to back is just felt the so juice. sweet, like a championship. You know, it's everything we ever wanted. 
Man. Do you think Project Dynasty evolves into something else if they get back to back this year? I'm telling you, man. I'm telling. You. If yes, if then it becomes the prophecy. Yeah. Stay tuned. Then the it's, boys that's even dad, good. Then the actual dynasty. All the Nuggets kids are all right. Happy for P. Watt, CB, and especially Zeke. Great vibes in the bar. Yeah, boys, dad in the bar tonight. First team all yeah. DNVR, man. First we team. had a lot of first teamers in the bar. We did tonight. have a lot of first teamers, man. I love seeing the boys, dad, man. I'm like, what a treat <laughs> every time. What yeah. a great guy. Chris Peters. I got a lot of DNVR merchandise, and I love it all. But the Maxi the Minor 2023 Champ shirt might be my favorite shirt it's ever. It's a classic. It's an absolute it's classic, man. I've seen that today. D-Line's got a, a lot one. of those. He's got a lot of those. D-Line went in there. his bag, man. Vladislav, Clay did nothing in the second half. That's crazy. That is That's crazy. That's kind of Clay, though, man. It, like, Clay is in this era right now for himself where he is still capable of being Clay. He still is. Yeah. This is not for very long. It's just, he's shorter Mike, dude. But also, like, the Nuggets defense was not great. It was terrible. Half, Especially Mike. But Clay also hit some ridiculous shots. He sure but, did. but no, I'm telling you, that's it. But uh, it was. He got comfortable. His first, like, three, four shots were easy. And you give a shooter that, man, that's what happens. But I also felt like you stay connected during this stretch. You're in business, right? They were not connected though. 16 points is they kind came of came back at the, in the end they, of the they second They closed the quarter. half just well enough. Oh, they closed they it. They closed just well enough. Perfect. It was tied. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. was a perfect. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah right. They closed it perfect. The first it was quarter incredible. is what I'm thinking of actually. Oh yeah, yeah. The first quarter. You're right. Where they they barely yep. closed the gap again. Stairway to Serbia, beating Golden State in their house by double digits with special guest ref. That's Tony true. Brothers. That's true. And and Musa daughter. Dogger, back-to-back script is coming along beautiful, boys. Sure is. You read the script. Read the script. Tony Brothers does have some affinity for Draymond Green, though. He does. Bro, <laughs> it's wild how physical Draymond was with Yoke tonight. It's, it's not, not even it's, that, it's, 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 it's the talking. That's I was it. about to say, it's not the physicality only on the court. Once he gets a call, he gets to get in your face. He uh, walks up for on like you. For like seven minutes. He gets to keep talking. Yeah, like it's posturing. No other player gets that that get in the ref's face leash for sure. I love Draymond, but it is wild watching. I don't even like to complain about it, but tonight was one of those ones. <laughs> is he where just like, yelling compliments? Yoke like, was so good call. at just not giving he's, a seat. No, he's just recording a podcast <laughs> mid-game. Yoke was locked in tonight, man. Tony K. Hoops lo- losing to Golden State for a decade makes me appreciate these wins so damn much. 32-16-16 is absurd. Agreed. Good game, fellas. Y'all, like Jokic, are one of one. Man, one of one. we're like Jokic. Man. That's all I heard. That's all I heard. That's all I heard. What a compliment. We're like Jokic. It's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> Bashir, three games, Jokic is 82 points, 35. Uh, and of 51. 35, 51 from the field, 50 boards, 45 assists. Yeah, that they, efficiency is nuts, you guys. That's, that's nuts. actually They stupid. said that like this game, no one's ever done before. I saw that, which is weird because it's not. I mean, it's a great. You know, it's one of those things where it's like it has to be exact. Oh, like a weird qualifier on there. On the road. I mean, thirty-two sixteen. It is great, but I mean, people have done thirty-two sixteen. Maybe maybe not. But that is thirty-two sixteen sixteen is also just one of those stat lines that just looks perfect. So does it's yeah sixteen 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 and then sixteen plus sixteen. Also, like nobody's ever done it. Didn't Yoke just do it two times in a row? Probably yeah. Like almost not with four steals. Not with four steals. Not there you go. Steals. The defense, I, we didn't spend enough time on the point, but the defense from Yoke tonight, it, when he, when the Nuggets get cooked, everyone's like, that's why you worry about him in playoffs. But nobody ever talks about these games, man. When the you can't get a point. pass by him, can't get no a pass one by him. That, so dude. many deflections. 
Bubbles buzzer beater Jamal Murray played like Jordan McRae in the first. <laughs> I don't know why, why Jordan McRae reentered our lives this like guy. this, but I'm with it, man. It's this guy. It's every super <laughs> every chat. single time, huh? Jordan McRae. Jared from Foco, which level of hell makes you watch Nikola Jokic play your team for 60 minutes? <laughs> it almost makes you feel bad for opposing fans. Almost. I know, man. It's one of those things that you're like, that guy is way better than I thought he was. I think a lot of fans come out of it like, damn, he was, he's he's better. Yeah, than there I were a lot of like, how will this? How will anybody stop the Nuggets in you know, like a seven game series? Oh, takes out of this game. Are you saying we're so back? Are we so back? Is that <laughs> what you're so saying? So back. Yeah. Because last week it was over. Hold on, Kel. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at, Kel? We're, so, oh, we're back. so back. Oh my gosh. So back. We are God. so back. I've never seen this. Before. No, it's so good. <laughs> is this new? This is how we find out if we're back. If we're back, the back meter's gone. We're yeah. we're so back. We're so back. Oh, Did uh, you see that? My guy Samus Fendiari pointed this out on Twitter, and I think he was being tongue-in-cheek almost a little bit. He likes to do the NBA hipster thing, but my, I'm an NBA hipster myself, you guys. These are the two most entertaining teams. What does Bill Walton say? I used to always watch the Warriors, now I'm watching them. What Larry Bird say? I used to always watch the Warriors, now I'm watching them. Yeah, you put Bird. these two together, what do you get? Beautiful they always play great man. games. They always play great games. Honest, I, ethical hoops, man. Man. It just doesn't Amen. get better. Ulysses Ventura, smoke and triple-double packs. Smoking Draymond packs. Wow. Smoking all the packs. Wow, his lungs. R.I.P. <laughs> Bozos. How are we feeling, Jokic? Number three all-time triple-double record this season. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's gotten three straight. Dude, he's he's now 15 behind you. Magic Johnson in regular season triple It's a competition with him and Sabonis right now. They're both I would love it. if it They're actually was. It. I think so. I, they've been getting them every single game now. Yoke's not... It's three quarters. He's getting them in three quarters. Yeah. Well, tonight's it was at like the eight minute mark of the third but quarter. But if I'm Sabonis, <laughs> so, I want this bad. Well, you're, like, you're telling me I can. It that's for sure. I would be too. I would be too. I love it, man. I love what it. What else do we got? CJ Jones. Is it just me, or does it seem like the Nuggets are capable to win by just deciding they are going to win? I kind no, of agree, no, no. Man. It's the hashtag mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> all the Nuggets, all the Nuggets no, are good. I, I'm, I'm in on it. I was on the show. Yeah, man, uh, dude, tonight oh, was a freaking mukbang. Oh, that was <laughs> a mukbang for sure. <laughs> that was hardcore mukbang. Tonight. I need to get that out of my. By mind. the way, also all the Nuggets are good. Um, I it's not just you. It's not just you. The Nuggets, to me, feel like the only team that do control their own destiny yeah, in that way. I, that's why. Yes. And look, we're homers on this one. I do think that if you ask Celtics fans, they would probably say the same thing. Yeah. There's certain. There's some other fan bases that'll feel that way. But for me personally, I feel like the Nuggets' is best is the best. Yep. They don't always have it. They're maybe the one of the less consistent of the teams in that top tier, but their best is higher. Strong agree, man. Strong agree. Everyone's on fire tonight, even the chat. The boys dead again. Would have loved to see a Dikembe finger wag after Draymond tried to go WWE on Joker. <laughs> Yoke just kind of gave him a look and then just walked the it's other like, I'm telling you. It was know, a quick look. It was the rage boiled inside him, and he quickly suppressed it. He didn't want, he didn't want to let it get too high. It was like, oh, yeah. you know what? He was like, I just got to get home and play World of Warcraft. It's five 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 ish. Was Z coasting this entire year? <laughs> KCP for first team all defense. All the nuggets are good. Joker card plus blue arrow plus curious Mike plus silver surfer plus big government plus. Oh shoot! Who is this? Reggie. One? Reggie plus wait, Brown wait, wait. Town. Who's the? What is the church? The church is KCP. Oh, oh, oh the Pope. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> church for KCP. <laughs> Uh, Reggie Glasses plus Brown Town plus Peyton Watson plus Piano, Piano Man, Man is made it in it. Hell yeah. Sweet, 
something. <laughs> we we definitely have an emoji. For what is Zeke what is that? What are those up. emojis? I can't. They're too tiny. Sweep something. What's the second one? Sweep. Sweep chef. Sweep chef. Yeah, maybe sweep. sweep. Yeah, sweep chef Curry. Right. All right. Sweep chef Curry. I, love um, I think so. These. Yeah. Hieroglyphics. Maybe. We're back, Sean baby. Sean Croson. MPJ's effort on defense and the board infuriates me. Well, if it helps, rewatch the last game. Great games <laughs> against lottery teams and disappears against tougher team. That's fair. All right. All right. That's fair. <laughs> well, I mean, I love when you win a vibes win. All-star break. That's true. When you win a vibes win, you know, funky yeah. music, everything else. Someone's like, yeah. that means that it really pissed him off. It really did yeah. piss him and off. He's, he was, he did he, have, he was bad. He had a board. He was really bad. Uh, Gary board, Payton had that board on him tonight that made me want to like cut him I will yeah. say, MPJ did just have two of his best rebounding games of the season, but yeah. all the same. Ethan Henschel, would love to hear your thoughts about the Here's rotation back. to start the fourth quarter with Murray, Reggie, MPJ, AG, and Zeke. We talked about it earlier on. It is a very interesting lineup, putting Zeke out there with with Aaron Gordon, and, and then I Michael think, Porter as well. I do think the biggest reason Zeke was out there was because P. Watt wasn't giving it He wasn't tonight. good tonight. Yeah, Maybe he his worst tonight. game since he Entered the rotation permanently. Two, just, two in a row. He didn't have his regular right. punch tonight. Right, right. Two in a row where he's been a little bit down. But you know what? Everybody else was up. So yeah. And he's also, that's off a long stretch of him being up when a lot of guys were down. I mean, normally that would be Pewat, but like you put Zeke in there and you like, you aren't going to fall off the cliff maybe. Like that could be big. Matthew Crane sending love and vibes from Chicago. All the Nuggets are good. Also, do you think the CSGO bar will play Nuggets games if I ask them nicely? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. If the Bulls are off, though, it's worth Is that shot. all of them? Hit that outro music. Fellas, man, it's been a good week here. It's been a good, good little run here of fun games and good winner's lounges. We get a day off tomorrow. What are you going to do with your day off, Dev? Sledding? <laughs> uh, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to be very happy. Yeah? I'm going to work. <laughs> what about you, Wid? Uh, maybe, maybe I'll go skiing. Uh, well, really? Do you no, ski? No. That's kind of sad. Never I, heard sl- you. I slud, though. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> my guy over here. You guys are so Vote. full of it. I'm probably not going to do much, man. This is all I have in my life. <laughs> I'm going to get a haircut. Kale, what do you got? Uh, I was going to say, Kale's, Kale's the Kale's actual, actual skier. skier. He's, He's the actual skier. Though. Uh, everybody, thanks for riding with us for the whole show. What a fun one. What a fun. If you were here at the bar, we appreciate you. What a fun night to be at the DNVR bar. We take the day off. Tuesday, there will be a Nuggets practice, so we'll get some intel. Well, I assume there'll be a practice. We'll get some intel from the arena, do a show for you. Then Wednesday, we're right back in the saddle. Who is it on Wednesday? The Kings. The it's Sacramento. Oh, I like it. You know what? little triple-double matchup. I, I'm, I'm with it. Everybody, oh, yeah. hit that like button on the way out.